0: You have to get out of the environment that is making you believe what you're currently believing. Oh, I just got chills. You need to start getting into environments
1: that show you what is possible. Here's the truth. 33% of adults overeat due to stress and difficulty sleeping. And stress and lack of sleep leads to overeating. But what if I told you there are some powerful superfoods that can help reduce stress help you sleep better, and make you feel more satiated. Allow me to introduce you to Golden Superfood Bliss by Earth Echo Foods. Golden Superfood Bliss is jam-packed with 12 powerful ingredients that crush hunger cravings and help relieve stress, making it the most potent and effective product of its kind on the market. For a limited time only, Earth Echo Foods wants to give you 15% off Golden Superfood Bliss and your entire Earth Echo order by using the code manifestable at checkout go to earth echo earth echo and use the code manifestable at checkout for 15% off your order again that's earth echo and use the code manifestable at checkout for 15% off your order today Welcome to Manifestable. I'm your host, Dinette May, and each week I will bring you epic guests and live coaching where you can come to receive profound breakthroughs, courage to break old patterns, and live into your soul's purpose. My mission is to remind people of their power and that they have the control to tap into their energy to achieve extraordinary things. In today's episode of the Manifestable podcast, I was able to interview Lori and Lori was able to interview me. We were together in Southern California and we were like, let's record this podcast. It was so fun because we have known each other. I think it's been like seven years now. We have seen each other in our ups and downs. We have been witness of all the manifestations we have both harnessed in our lives. We were a part of a mastermind together. So we would literally dream together, map out visions together. And I got to watch so many of her dreams come true. So many of my dreams come true. And I know she's embarking on a new mission as I am. And I was able to ask her some juicy questions. Now, I want to say, I get super vulnerable in this podcast. I almost told the podcast tech team to erase something I say in this episode. And I was told by Lori not to do it. I don't like sharing money just like I don't like sharing exactly what I eat and I don't like sharing exactly how much I weigh or how much I lift because then I feel like there becomes this comparison game. I only share this amount of money of my passive income wealth. I do want to clarify this because I get to because I'm recording this intro after I fil- I shot that episode with Lori is to... One, just share it. It's just a number. You can have any number of passive income that you want to have. Now, passive income is money that you're earning, whether you're working, sleeping, or playing. That's money that doesn't require you working, it's money that you put in, in investments. And I gave you guys a number amount, and I was super vulnerable. And Lori was like, sometimes we have to just share because it, it gives people belief that it's possible for them. So if that's what happens for you, that's my intention. I love you guys so much. I can't wait to dive into this episode and let me know. We mentioned this, but do let me know. Tag me, tag her. If you love this episode, we want to hear from you because we'll do more of them, more behind the scenes, deeper conversations. If you like going there with friends that actually are going to get real with one another. Okay. I love you. Have a beautiful day and enjoy this episode. Hey, Lori. And we're live. (laughs) And we're live. Mm -hmm. I'm at Lori's house in California right now. I just got in today and I wanted to kind of have a podcast time with her because I have a new podcast. She's a veteran and killing in the podcast space, but we're also really close friends and we've already had a long beach walk Mm -hmm. where we got to discuss a lot of stuff already. So we're going to try to be vulnerable in this too because okay, I'm going to back up. Actually, this is what's coming to me. Cause we didn't plan this. She's like, do we take notes? I was like, no,
0: <laughs> she was like, no, I'm, we're going to wing it. We're going to ask you it. questions that you don't know are coming. And I'm like, great. I can learn about myself and feel on the spot. It's going to be wonderful.
1: <laughs> yeah. Because here's what I do know about Lori is that you might see this version of Lori, like successful, beautiful California home, whatever. If you're watching her on social, you just see a lot of what you would maybe call a lot of perfection and yes, it is perfection, but what you may not know is where Lori has come from Mm -hmm. and her roots and the work that she has done with her mind to get here. And I want to kind of go there Mm -hmm. if you will go there with me because Mm -hmm. you've been a huge inspiration for me. I remember we used to do this mastermind together. We still do a mastermind now, but it's Mm -hmm. a different format. Yeah. A little bit. We have have another human body in this one. Mm -hmm. There was a mastermind we did and, I remember I would ask Lori because what I felt Lori was really good at manifesting that I wasn't at the time was around home Mm. and how does she brought in these dream homes and these sanctuaries where she could drop in so that she could produce more magic. Mm -hmm. And and be in her bliss. And I i wasn't in that space at that time. And I was always asking her. So mm. I want to ask you before we go into all of that, because I do want to say thanks for being that inspiration. Because mm-hmm. so you cool. were the first person for me on that. With, oh my gosh. With home. That is amazing. Yeah. And home's
0: everything. Which is so cool. Because I think right now, which I'm going to let you ask your question in a minute. But what's so cool is I feel like you're going to do this for me in another way with business this weekend. So I'm really excited to yeah. invite it's so cool if you know if you're listening you have to find these people who show you what is possible in the things and I love that yeah. we now are like we get to be these things for each other.
1: It's so true. You know how you can be really good at manifesting one thing. Some people you mm-hmm. look at and you're like, "Do you have an amazing relationship?" Yes. But then they may not have an amazing health or they might not have an amazing business or they might not have an amazing home. Like, yeah, it's okay if you're not perfect in all areas. You mm-hmm. can go to people that are actually doing it and ask like, what are you doing? Like, how are you creating this into your reality? Yeah. So that's what we do for each other. Mm-hmm. And it's been awesome. So I want to go back. Tell me how you grew up. Have you, anyone asked you these questions? Probably. Sometimes people do, sometimes people don't. Like, I love how you grew up. Mm. I love the lorry that can change a tire. <laughs> I love the lorry that if a car got stuck in a big heap of mud or snow, Mm -hmm. you would get back and push the truck. This is true. I love the lorry that can like help navigate a boat or do anything. Like there's a lot of dimensions to lorry, but tell Mm -hmm. us where you grew up. I am from a small town in upper Michigan.
0: And when I say small town, like at the time it was like a Maurice's and a stoplight and a Jack's IGA, which was the grocery store, but really, really small town. It was three hours from anything that resembled a mall. And we were in the woods, like essentially we were in the woods and I didn't have a lot of perspective outside of that bubble at the time. And I also grew up in a more restrictive religion. The only reason I say that is because it took a small town with very few people in it and made it a lot smaller because being raised in that religion, I couldn't hang out with people outside of it. So really the the environment that I grew up in consisted of 114 people in my congregation. Woof. And that was all that I was allowed to
1: Socialize. be around. And, and you think about it, that's like, we're the sum of the most mm-hmm. five people we hang out with. We know yes. this. So your mindset, tell me your mindset at age 14. What did you believe about money at age 14? Oh, I believed
0: money was evil, actually, that it wasn't a good thing to have, and we shouldn't try to get it. And that you should just have enough to get by. That was my main beliefs. And that and that's all that I saw my parents fight over. So I also believed like it was a a, a big,
1: it was something that could cause a lot of problems in family conflict. Mm-hmm. I think you and I share this a lot around money, we kind of grew up similarly like this, I would always kind of got the impression that people who had money were greedy Mm -hmm. and they weren't spiritual or they weren't tapped into God. Yep. Totally. And I was like, that's the farthest thing that I want to be. Mm -hmm. So I don't want money like subconsciously. Mm -hmm. Okay. So your belief around money at age 14 was that similar. Mine was too. What was your belief around what kind of home you could live in? Mm. What kind of relationship you would have
0: at that age? Yeah. 14. Well, I'm going to fast forward a little bit to when I moved out when I was 18. And I remember being like having a promise ring to this guy. So, <laughs> And I remember thinking I moved into this one bedroom apartment, probably. I, so I lived with roommates, but then in which was the worst. We lived in a one bedroom apartment with roommates. We shared a room.
1: So there was like, uh, so it was very big promise. A yeah. Lots of promise. There. <laughs>
0: yes. But then I moved out on my own to a one bedroom apartment. And I remember thinking, For the rest of my life, it would be amazing if I just had to pay this $500 in rent with my husband and we would live in this one bedroom apartment. It was tiny. And I was like, I can like, this is it. Okay. This is great because I don't have to make a ton of money. I can totally live in this space, which it was not a great space. I had crazy neighbors. One played the xylophone next door, like in his underwear and he'd walk up and down the, like, this is what I settled for.
1: And you were like, this is amazing. We don't have roommates. I have this one bedroom. My laundry would get stolen.
0: (laughs) Like when I'd go do it in the public laundry. So I was settling for all of these things
1: saying, this is a good thing. So that's where my mind was at. Okay. Mm -hmm. Also, where was your mind at 14 around your self-worth about you? What did you believe about yourself? Like what was your Um, relationship with your...
0: It's interesting because I do think my dad gave me good grounding on, I knew I was a hard worker. So that's where you had to believe I'm a hard worker. So I do think I had some esteem from that. Mm -hmm. And I think that that made up for a lot of the really low self-worth around so many other things. Like I'm not smart enough. I'm not capable of making money, but I knew I was capable of surviving. So that's one good thing. And I leaned into that so hard that I think that's where a lot of other things came from. But at that time, that was the one thing is I had like this hard work ethic to lean on but my self-worth was not good. I felt ugly. I struggled with my weight. I felt super unworthy even in any relationship I was in. I always felt like even with my girlfriends, you get proof in your life, right? Depending upon who you're hanging out with. And I was hanging out with these girls who I didn't have a choice in the matter necessarily because they were the only girls in my religion around my age. And they were crappy friends, like really terrible friends. I did not know this. Yeah. And what you knew. Yeah. And so I was constantly being ditched for better plans or I never, ever felt worthy of being their friend. And they weren't giving me any signs of being worthy of being their friend. And I wasn't being treated very well. So I developed around that. Well, through my whole teenage years, just a belief that I wasn't worthy, I guess, of like relationships and female friendships, especially.
1: Well, okay. This is so fascinating Mm -hmm. because when we think about like, I, when I think about, well, and I heard this, I think from Lisa Nichols, it was around this idea of a 360 degree experience. It's Mm -hmm. not about money only, it's Mm -hmm. about also being able to do what you love, friendship, your lover, your relationship with yourself, your health, your good times. And obviously... You are not that same girl. Mm -hmm. And we could write a whole novel, which you could read her book, because I'm sure pieces are in there, around like, what did you take a hold of? Because that 14 year old girl is still here, but not Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. you've rewritten the stories of money, relationship, friendship, Mm -hmm. course, business, pleasure all the Mm. things, homes, Mm -hmm. I mean, everything's been rewritten. Mm. Everything has been rewritten. And I know this is such a loaded question and I didn't give you time to think about (laughs) this, but what would you say would be the top three things that you really feel, I mean, there's so many, you guys, there's so many things that one can do to rewrite their story. Mm. But what would be your top three things you did to go from that 14-year-old girl, mm-hmm. that 18-year-old girl, to the Lori sitting across from me right now at the table? This is
0: such a good question. And one thing just came up. You have to get out
1: of the environment that is making you believe what you're currently believing. Oh, I just got chills. You got to get out of the environment that's making you believe the, the way you're believing. Yep.
0: And you may not be able to anyone listening who's like, well, I can't remove myself from my family. That would mean my children or my parents. No, you may not be able to remove yourself permanently or cut people off, but you need to start getting into environments that show you what is possible and you need to start listening to things that show you what are possible. So for me, I didn't have money at the time. I didn't have a lot of access to things. So some of my first access was books. It was like books that are showing me or telling me that there's another way of believing. And also that tell me that they came from a similar background. So for me, it was like getting access to, first of all, just even believing that there's those books and people out there and what you're seeking is seeking you. So if you start to seek these teachers and books, they will find you. Like there's, there's no possible way that you're not going to find them. So even if you're listening and you feel really trapped, if you put it on your radar, like, this is what I want. I want to find this book or I want to find these people. Just like you had that experience today with a a book kind of comes into your realm and you're like, I'm not sure why I'm supposed to read this book. Yeah. But she was sharing a story about how she's like, this book is just kind of like following me. And I feel like I should read this book. That's how it'll be. It'll be so weird. You'll start seeing a book on Instagram over and over and be like, don't just pass it by. If you've seen the same book three
1: times, go and get it. And read it. Read it. it." make the application of it. And you did make the application of a lot of the books you read, right? Mm, I did, yes. And you know what's interesting is
0: if you are reading a book or listening to podcasts right now, it's not about implementing everything. It's like if you took one thing from one book or one podcast and actually implemented it, your life is gonna change so drastically. That's Uh one thing about my journey that if you looked back at everything, it's not like I did all of these big things. It's that I would just take one thing until I really, it became a habit. Wow. And so it's actually quite long. The journey is quite long when you look at it. I'm 42 at this point and it's like took a pretty long time. And I think people forget that it's not days, it's it's truly decades that you're going to be, you know, changing your life. Yeah, your life can change, you can wow. feel different, but like the reality to catch up, I feel like does take a little bit. But the next thing was after the books and, you know, podcasts or things like that, it was getting in the rooms with people. I have a specific
1: moment, actually. This is big because people ask me this Mm. that are being really vulnerable. How do you get into the rooms? Mm. How do you become friends with so-and-so? So Mm. So can you go there with this? Because you can say this, get into the rooms. And they're like, someone's listening going, I would love to be in the rooms. Mm. I would love to be invited to the table. How do I do that? Well, in the beginning, you have to pay for the rooms.
0: And if you (laughs) she's just (laughs) dropping it. It's just... It's the truth. Like, mm. yes, there are other ways, and I'm sure, but the other ways are going to look like this. You're going to put your head down and you're going to write books and you're going to do a podcast. And you're going to, that's actually a lot harder than getting the money to pay for being in the rooms to get mm. access to those people and that information. So, mm. yes, there are two paths. You can put your head down and work until you get noticed, until you create something that's noticeable. I think that's what I did. Yeah. <laughs> but a lot of people don't know how to do that because they don't have the rooms or access to those people mm. yet. You have a really good talent of being able to, like, go and find those people before you even get in the rooms going, okay, how do I manifest this person or how to create this person? It's like a true talent. It's just a part of who you are. Mm. Yeah. And some people don't have that, but what they can do is go, how do I get $2,000 to go to this mastermind? Oh, okay. And they're like, oh, I know how I can do that. Like I'm going to go DoorDash for three yeah. months. I'm going to go do X, Y, and Z. It's like, You have to know what your strengths are. It doesn't make someone special if it's like, okay, she's got access to this or that because you just shared that you struggle in certain areas with things as well. So it's like, how can you get in the room? Can you put your head down on a podcast platform for five years and build it up so that all of a sudden you're getting all these great lessons and someone notices because that will happen. Or do you want to make the money because you know how to do that? You know how to work overtime. You know how to go get a second job to go get in the rooms to hear shortcuts wow so good oh my gosh this so that was that was a big one for me because I didn't know how I truly was like and I was too nervous right to go and ask people like I feel like you're really bold in regards to like this is what I want and I need this person I feel like I watched you do that in your career yeah even with Craig like (laughs) hey you do this I want you in my life and my business I did it with you yeah it's amazing (laughs)
1: thank god I think I did
0: well, you did in you, a roundabout way you yeah. totally you,
1: you came to me first but
0: I yeah, yeah but then you made it happen with yeah. the mastermind and I was like this is amazing okay great so we have to just know kind of like what we're capable of so yeah. then the part of it though I'm gonna go rewind back even a little bit more when I started in network marketing and I was like okay yeah I can make a couple hundred dollars a month or a couple thousand that would be amazing and, and the woman who got me into it you know, when I first started it, I got a little excited because we were in a down and out point. We had lost our house. We had lost our cars. Oh. We were $300,000 in debt. And I that's lived in a, that's the a lot. last, that was like $3 million That's the a lot. last at the time. And, you know, when she was telling me about it, I got excited because I I was putting a number on it, guessing what she was making. And then one time, probably a couple months later, after I started getting interested, she was like, okay, I'm over trying to get this girl like super interested. I'm just going to show her my paycheck. <laughs> so she showed me her paycheck from one week and she made $13,000. That's a lot, actually. And I, it was so much money to me at the time. Yeah. Because together, Chris and I were struggling so hard to make like $4,000 at the time after we lost everything that it was like, oh my God. Yeah. So it was a moment of being shown, like truly being shown by somebody who was solid like, on my you. level. Yeah, She was no different than me. She was somebody who came from corporate America. She worked with Chris. She was someone that I trained. Oh,
1: interesting. So you saw her as like an equal. As
0: an equal. Mm -hmm. And she showed me that and I was like, oh, well, then there's no way that I can't do this. And so what happened is she was like, you have to come to this event with me. And I was like, oh, hell no. I am not going to a network marketing event your family hates you if you do network marketing, like you're so unpopular. I can't do it in my fitness career. Like they literally, I'll never get hired for anything. If they know I'm network marketing, I'll never get a cover. I'll never, this was the conversation at the time. And she was like, okay, but you know, if you want to make X, Y, and Z, and she was telling me what people were making, she's like, just come. And so I thought, okay, what could go wrong if I just, just go. go like, if I just have faith in what she's saying that my life could change if I just go. So. On probably the second day, I watched all of these women who were just like me, if not had way more struggles than I did way more walk across the stage and collect hundreds of thousands of dollars in like their, their checks for the year. And then bonuses that were in the hundreds of thousands of dollars. And I was like, why am I any different? And instead of saying, oh, I'm different. I said, I'm actually the exact same, if not have some more skill sets that maybe I could work harder or I have more access. They're not utilizing social media yet. And I could, it was crazy to think about if we just lean in it and look at everyone as permission, and that's what these rooms do. And that's what even getting in the room, um, you know, paying 500, a thousand, whatever you need to do to get in a room with people who are doing the things that you want to do to show you what's possible. And there is something so tangible and real about someone sitting next to you that you think is your equal saying, no, no, that's not a real obstacle. Mm. Like that's not a real, you're you're telling yourself lies because you're afraid of X, Y, and Z or whatever that is. Mm. And so those are the things that truly changed my life.
1: Wow. Okay. Because you're my friend and because Mm. I know that you have this vision, I just got super inspired by what you just said. Mm. And I want to, I don't know if calling you up is even the right word because you're already called up. You're already there. It's just you with this vision in your heart. Mm that you guys will all get to see in your own time. How are you going to use that story Mm. that you just described to me of this girl sitting there watching Mm. other people? And you were like, I can do this and maybe I can even do it more savvy Mm. and better. Mm -hmm. Can you take that into this next endeavor Mm. of what you're doing? Because it feels like the next big leap or the next big thing that Mm. you're not used to doing, or you've never done before. And you never had done that before back then. And you did it and you, like excelled at it mm. and you were phenomenal at it and what can you really process mm. and feel into taking that same feeling of that girl and what she accomplished mm. and use it as your fuel for this next venture this is such a good question everyone this
0: is why you have to go listen to her podcast because i'm like Honestly, this was going to be a question back and forth between us. And she's asking so many good questions, but I'm like, I feel selfish and I'm loving it at the same time. Thank you so much for just Mm -hmm. asking such amazing questions. Okay. That just got me really excited about the things that I actually see for this company. I know that I'm walking this exact path so that I can show people the exact path. And so when you asked me that question, I have been able to find a formula to how to create things in the world. No one is more special than other people. There is an exact formula that if you apply it, you can accomplish a lot of things that seem out of reach. And I think, I I don't know if people are willing to be vulnerable enough who have done it, because if I'm being really honest, it's a super vulnerable, kind of crazy journey that is hard to share during it because it's hard to, if if you're wondering why people don't share more, it's hard to share when you're in it because it feels really disempowering to share that you're having a really challenging time over and over. Mm -hmm. And for people who also want to accomplish things, it can feel a little like it's actually kind of a downer to share all of your downs all the time. Mm -hmm. So it's not that people don't want to, it's just, I know that when I get to the other side, I can look back and show everyone the path and really share what it looks like. So with this journey. When people say that they have a big, audacious goal, I am so excited to show them once I'm on the other side that look that this is where I came from, this is how I got there, this is how it felt. I think that's so important. This is how I felt. This is what you need, and this is how it ended up. So, with that said, I've I've kind of figured out a couple of things. I actually call it the Go formula because I was trying to break this down. I was literally like, "What are these things yeah. that, are, that are needed?" Yeah. When I interviewed, I've done a thousand podcasts now. So I was trying to figure out what is this theme that I also find in these really successful people. Mm. And the first one is just like knowing what you really want and why, but not getting so attached to it. Like having to have this big grand vision all the time. It's like, what do you want right now? Yeah, And why do you want it? And I think that all these little nuggets get us to these really big visions. And I think that that's the first thing that I look at on my journey is I never judged the carrot. It was like, oh, I just feel like I want this right now, and it's the thing that's motivating the most, motivating me the most. Whether it was a house or a car, wanting to take care of my parents, and the big vision gets revealed through those things, and, and your skill set gets sharpened by these like little goals along the way. And then the other one is to build a network and learn how to use it. And when I say learn how to use it, I think a lot of people build a network, but then they never ask. And I'm guilty of this too. Like, oh, I'm huge with that. Oh my goodness. Like the not asking is you have all of these incredible people you paid to get in the room and yet you didn't speak vulnerably enough about where you were and what you actually needed. So whenever we get in these rooms, the biggest thing that you can go in with is what are my three things that I need right now that if I left with these answers, I could make some moves in my business. Interesting. So having intentional questions when you get those opportunities, even if it's dinner with a mentor, get one question. Or if you have access to someone that you don't even like, always have your question of what could move the needle the most to make sure it's clear and concise. So like learning how to use those moments of, of networking. And then the third one that I'm so excited to share, like this is the whole thing I'm excited to share with this vision is showing people that there's formulas to creating Exactly what you want. Like it's not out of reach. It's totally not out of reach, and no one is more special than you. That's what I'm most excited about. But the the third one is learning how to put pressure behind your goals because we are our own worst enemies. And I get glimpses of what I know I'm here for, and what I'm capable of, and who I'm meant to be. Yeah. But I will sabotage myself over and over again if I don't have the right people that I'm either committed to, if I don't have the money down, or if I don't have some form of pressure that is going to force me to show up. And I mean in the grand scheme there's always an out to everything, but when there's an out there's also consequences on the other side. And I know myself so well that if I don't have really big consequences that I will quit on myself.
1: Now that I'm seeing what you're doing,
0: you did that. I would have quit on myself Danette. that. It yeah. got really really hard and I would have quit and I would have went back
1: to what I was doing cuz I'm good at it. Yeah. And I can get attention wow. for it. So you put yourself in a container of Mm -hmm. pressure to where you're like I can't and you want to know what's happening
0: it is really crazy and scary because I am fighting with an old identity going I know that I could have just stayed and gotten those dopamine hits and that attention again and done this thing again and like but I wouldn't be accessing this next level challenge and this next level part of myself so even though I'd be getting things done and like I wouldn't be enjoying the process. Right. And so I think that my journey right now is how can I share with people, specifically women? Yes, we're going to build these things. Yes, it's going to be hard. Yes, it's going to be the challenge of your life. But how do we find these beautiful moments along the journey where you're just so proud of yourself? How Mm. do you learn new coping mechanisms for pressure? How do you become someone who becomes so confident in herself that whether this wins, this is my, this is my message. You guys like, this is my message. Whether you win or fail, you have to be okay with yourself. Mm. And for me, this is what I'm facing off with right now. Like I want to cry because I have to so be good with
1: letting it be okay if this fails. Like that has to be a part of it. That's part of the surrender. Mm-hmm. I think you have to be get yourself into those spaces in meditation of like am i okay? Yeah. with me if everything crumbled around
0: me. Yeah. And I've always it's always been around disappointing people and guess what I did? I looped in so many people who I would never want to disappoint that all of a sudden I'm like what did I do? Mm-hmm. Well, I asked for the ultimate Spiritual growth.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you sure did. And as your friend, I guess I want to breathe the remembrance of what you've created from nothing to get you right here and have you breathe it so deep inside of yourselves that you don't forget, like you don't mm. forget, I took that girl and brought her here to this table, this mm. chair, this moment, and don't feel it, embody it so that you know it's like it's already done this mm. next phase is already done mm. because you've done it you've actually already done it you just did it in a different looked mm. a little different the what the outcome looked a little different but the formula was always the same yeah. when you were mm. just describing the formula yeah I was like she's been doing this formula since yeah this whole time mm. mm-hmm. to get to where you are sitting right now in this mm-hmm. present moment so I'm in therapy. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> okay, I will let you ask some questions but I really I'm gonna I'm gonna ask one more question okay. and then you can ask me a question. Okay. but I want to ask what was the one winning strategy that you had to go mm. from 14 18 year old to get to the, this girl that I'm looking at right now And mm. is that same winning strategy gonna be the same winning strategy to get you from right here to where you're going next mm. because you have a whole new book to write. And this, you may not have the answer right now. So you could say, no, it's not. And then you can journal on it later. Mm -hmm. But I'm just asking everyone to look at like, what are those winning strategies or what's one winning strategy you use? But is it going to be the same one that's going to carry you through to this next evolution? I'm getting it back. So I love, thank you. This is so good because
0: it's, this is also where I'm at right now is realizing I got really, really, when you're building a new, a new business that is so outside of what you were doing originally. And I think anyone who's even a beginner right now totally gets what I'm saying and I think if you're doing it right you're going to be a beginner multiple times in your life. But I I chose something where I'm going right now that really it's like not it doesn't feel like it's necessarily in the same zone whatsoever. So I know that there's a lot of skills I can still apply to it. But with that said, I feel like I need to get back to what actually has worked for me in the past and I think that we forget that there is a lot of magic and visualization and and asking and God and relying on people and trust that I got out of because I really got into the technical, part of business where it's like raising money. And it's like, you better know your plan. And do you know your numbers? And you know, um, very,
1: very 3d on the paper. Yeah, I need to cross this off and you cross this off.
0: And I got so in that world while trying to bring things to into reality, that I really got away from because there was just there's a lot of things going wrong. There was a lot of things in the manufacturing world that were actually going wrong as well. And I think I got really looped into everyone else's story and forgot that I have this capability of visualizing every day and feeling it and seeing it. And I have been so far from that, that I've been having trouble seeing what I was seeing. So this just got me into a place of, you know, even having you here right now where you're, you're just such a constant reminder of like visualizing and doing these things that that's what I was doing every day. Like every day. And now you get to do it again. Yeah. And now I get to go make a new story up, no matter what's going on in the world. And so I think that's what's going to get me to the next level is trust and visualizing and having fun. Because when nice. I'm in fun, I just flow. Like it's such a good thing for me. So,
1: oh my gosh. Okay. okay. That's pretty powerful. Yeah. We're going to
0: being vulnerable. We're <laughs> going to flip it on you. Thank you so much for these questions. Wow. I'm telling you guys, podcasting is so therapeutic. <laughs> like <laughs> it is. It's There's a lot you learn. The best being asked questions. And it, I mean, you should just get a friend, like ask your friend to come together and ask each other questions like this. Use our questions, use Danette's yeah. questions. Okay, Danette. So I have this incredible opportunity this weekend to spend time with you and really think about, you know, cause you're coming in to also help me with some mm-hmm. things on my business. Yep. And I think my main question for you right now, like something, if you guys had access to Jeanette, I think this is the question I would tell you to ask her right now is what do you do? And I kind of started asking you this, but what do you do? to really you you're such an incredible manifester that you get your your vision set on something and I've never seen somebody bring it into reality sometimes it looks different but it's it's right in the vein of what you wanted to do what are some of the things that you do every day that you know have created the life that you have, because your life has accelerated so quickly in what you've been able to create, whether it's homes, monetary, your lifestyle, Mm -hmm. it's been fast. It's, it's been pretty insane. The journey of seven years of that's true from zero to one of, I I don't even know what to say about this. I'm like, she's just really successful. You guys,
1: (laughs) So, how did that happen? once again, it's kind of like the same question I asked you. It's like, there's a lot of little things, Mm -hmm. but my things are a little different than your things, Mm -hmm. which is interesting. And I think I play a lot in the realms. I'm very practical, Mm -hmm. but I tend to delegate a lot of the practical stuff. Yeah. So I have a, I'll have a vision and, and Lori's right. And i also I'll say this humbly, but I also say it very unapologetically because my husband says this about me. He's like, if you see something it's for sure happening. Mm-hmm. He's like, I've never seen anything that you've seen not happen. Yep. totally, and Same. Yeah. So I'll, and I've really looked at why is that? What? Mm. And and it's because I think everything's backed by a belief. Mm. So if I see it and if I, cause sometimes I get excited about something, but I might not see it, but if yeah. I can see it, then I know it's coming. Mm. I don't ever question it. So it's so believed. You can see it and you believe it then I believe it. And if I believe it, then I will figure out a way to make it happen. So I think belief is probably the biggest thing. If you can believe in something and get out of this idea of timeline mm. to my biggest work is like this idea of time. Oh God. Yes. Okay. Um, this it. idea of we're out of time. Mm. I don't have enough time. It needs to be done at this time. It's been um, too long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like That's been my work over the years. And when I can dance in this realm of I can move time. And I know this sounds so out there, but I play with this realm of and how I play with it. So that's kind of like when I asked you the question, how do you get in the room? People are probably like, how do you (laughs) (laughs) play with time? (laughs) I love it. There's some non-negotiables for me. Alone time in nature. Mm. So I am in nature watching watching animals watching the trees watching the sky watching the stars Mm. every single day and I think that watching it's not like something comes out of the sky Mm. or something happens it's I feel there's a a moment of connection to infinite Mm. in that moment so I would say doing that every day because a lot of times people go out in nature and they'll listen to a podcast or they'll listen to a friend or they'll call someone and nothing's wrong with that, but make sure you're spending time with yourself Mm. and with the elements of complete abundance, which is nature Mm. alone and in silence. So is there something, because I think some, sometimes we can be, I know that I can
0: find, I can go and do that, but I'm almost like actively waiting for something to be seen. So I'm, it's like I'm not fully being present or dropping in because I'm wanting nature to show me something. Exactly. So tell me
1: about that. <laughs> Teach me. Yeah. So anytime you're in wanting, you're okay. going to get more to want. Oh, interesting. We right. know this. Yeah. We know this. I know we forget. Yeah, we forget. <laughs> we as in me. So we. No, but me uh, I do too. I, I so I always check in if I'm wanting something then I'm I'm basically saying it's outside of me. Mm. When I have a vision then it's inside of me. Mm. So if Ooh. it's inside of me then it's happening. It's already happening, right? So I know these are concepts that are interesting but like if you have a vision it's inside of you. If I'm wanting something it's saying that it's over here, it's outside mm. of me and I don't have it yet. Oh man. God. So as soon as you do that You have now created a separation. You are in one, not present. Two, you're not in truth because Mm -hmm. there's no idea of separation. We as humans like to separate everything. And so just going, okay, I don't want to want, I'm just going to be in presence. So how I do presence honestly is like, I notice. I will breathe and I'll like, For example, we're looking out the window right now. I'll notice like, look at that like sun on the neighbor's thing. Like start noticing details. You have nowhere to go, but be in that moment. So you don't have to have the sun tell you anything, any birds to tell you anything. Just be in the presence of what you're witnessing. Mm. So I listened to your podcast on how you manifest
0: today, which was so great. You guys go and listen to that episode. And you were talking about, really feeling and acting as if you're enjoying what you already have. So for me, it'd be like really enjoying having a thriving company where I get to create and co-create with people. What would that look like? Like when you think of what you want, how do you get this feeling of enjoyment? Like how do you call that in daily?
1: What does that look like? Okay. So for example, I obviously have things on my paper or like I write everything that i Dreaming about and mm-hmm. my vision's down. So, do I have a ski and ski out home? No. Could I buy one? Probably. I don't. Yes, probably could. could. But I did. I don't. I, yeah. I'd, I'd like to have like more because the way we I'll like. a financial <laughs> advisor. You can. Okay, You're but fine. but here's the deal. I I'd like to have a certain amount mm-hmm. before I do stuff like that. Right. Like that's just how Craig and I are. We're quite interesting that way. Mm-hmm. So what I'll do because I to me I I like to have a certain amount of money to justify that yep. purchase. Right. Because I. I want to live a certain way. I want to feel like I, I like living in a way that I don't ever have to work another day in my life. Mm -hmm. I only want to work because I want to work, not because I have to. And I'm so grateful I got there. You guys, one of the things I wrote down was I wanted, and I'm going to put this number down and I don't even care because this is where my vulnerability hangover comes in. I wrote down, I want $30,000 in passive income every month. And two years ago, Craig was like, you know, we've reached that and it's exactly 30,000. It was two years ago. (laughs) And I was like, Passive income, meaning I don't have to do anything. It's yeah. just working for me. Yep. And that's massive. Like that mm. was a big moment for me. Right. Because, so I'll tell you what I do. So I have on my list, ski and ski out home. Yep. On my list, I have a private jet. By the way, I'll do a carbon off print because that's a big deal. Yep. <laughs> don't worry, people. <laughs> and And I'm going to use an example of what you're creating. We have some product behind us, right? Mm-hmm. So I will book ski and ski out homes that mm. I want that I think are inspiring. I'll book them for 5 days a week and I pretend every single day that it's mine. Mm. So I will walk down out of the ba- bedroom and I pretend it's mine. Mm. I will also if I really want this, I could visualize it and it probably happen quite quickly, but I don't. I just write it down and let it go, but I'll still book something to experience it in my senses. So it's mm. super easy like yes. I'm looking out their windows. I'm in the hot tub. I'm, and I'll do those kinds of things. You try in their underwear. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. But if it's like a, like I have a non-tangible dream right now, which is manifestable. So it's not like I can go to somebody else's event because it's not the same of what I'm creating. So I have to do that every single day. Mm -hmm. And I do, Mm -hmm. I visualize myself in the stadium, doing what I'm doing, feeling what the people are experiencing, seeing the like, I, I, I see okay, all that Okay, backtrack every day.
0: really quick so people can know what you're creating because it's actually so cool because you're creating this experience where we can go and create what we, we want, want yeah. within her dream experience. Which yeah, is
1: so Kind of cool. Yeah, now You do summed that up well, mm-hmm. actually. Yeah, I want you to be able to manifest your dreams and my dream. Yeah. So I'm creating a container called Mm Manifestable, which is sound frequencies and visual that actually are scientifically proven to realign you Mm -hmm. and drop you into that space. So you can come to a Manifestable. We'll let you know about those announcements. But I want to go back to you because now that you got product behind here, I honestly, this is how my brain works. Mm -hmm. I would pretend that was mine. Mm, That's good. Okay. Like Mm -hmm. I would pretend as you, anytime you open it or pour it, that you created it we're all just pretending. This is a whole big illusion. So why not play that game of pretending as you still hold on to the vision? Cause you might be like, Oh, that's like, this is how cuckoo my brain is, but I would pour a product back in the day before mine. And that's what I would do for yours, like Mm. for you is I'm pouring and I'd be like, that's cool. I made that, but I'm going to make it even better. Mm. You know, it's so weird. I did it today
0: with one of the boxes. And I pictured this particular influencer who was using it and it was all my story. (laughs) And so I did it, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. I didn't even realize I was doing that. So I'm going to do that all the time. All the time. It's literally, this is going to sound crazy to people, but it's not at all. Everyone who listens to my podcast and your podcast, it's like we listen to Esther Hicks and all, it's not that crazy. It's how things happen, but it's all make-believe. You just play Mm make-believe. Chris mm-hmm. and I, with we'll walk by homes. And it's funny, the, the one that I told you that was 25 million down in the corner. We walk by that home and we pretend it's ours. We're like, oh, honey, I'm home. But be careful, <laughs> make be sure you want that. want that
1: one. Make sure you want <laughs> that one. You we might, did for a while, I might change it. <laughs> yeah, change it change if you it. don't want yeah, it. Because mm-hmm. then you're playing with the universe. And I think this is an important thing to say. Mm-hmm. So if you don't really want that particular thing you're playing with, don't play with it. Mm-hmm. Okay, got it. Because yeah. yeah. you're letting the universe know, I'm going to do this really was something I want Mm. that makes sense
0: can I just tell you the quickest story on here that is so manifesting it's crazy what so you we originally this is so great it ties it right up you (laughs) asked me about homes like how did I do that with homes totally so wait okay yes okay we were leasing a home when we first moved to California we first leased an apartment We thought we were just going to be there for the winter. So we lived in Minnesota and then we moved to California and leased an apartment. The apartment apartment was outrageous. Coming from Minnesota, we had this like cute apartment. And then we went to California and got this crap apartment for three times the price. Totally. And,
1: California people. Yes.
0: <laughs> so then we end up finding this house that we really like with this great landlord, and we're in this amazing house, we're leasing it. But the landlord wants to move back into this house, and he tells us, like, we have to find another house because this is the house his wife raised his kids in, and his wife wants to move back into this particular house. And so we're like, okay, it's been a great run. We had like a good two years here. We have to go find somewhere else. So we'd always take our, our daily walks, obviously. And we started going by this house that we knew our landlord was building, but it was going to be so outrageously expensive. We wouldn't be able to afford it and he was going to sell it. So we walked by it every day and literally pretended every day. We'd, we'd peek into the little fence that had all those green things up and we'd peek in and we'd be walking through the front door and we would pretend it was ours literally all the time. And all of a sudden, we were starting to get scared because we had like two months left, and finding anything in California is actually—I don't want to say it, but I'm going to say the word—it's pretty impossible. You—you mm-hmm. you have to be using your manifesting skills, or no, be sleeping with a lot of realtors. Like, <laughs> did she say that? <laughs> I'm kidding. Don't do that. I'm, I'm totally joking. But you—you you, what I'm saying is, you got to be doing something <laughs> yeah. on the down low to find the place that you want to find. On the, on the up high or the down low. There's no in between. <laughs> and so I'm like manifesting this home and manifesting it. At the time I was listening to Gabby Bernstein talking about manifesting a home. And she's like, you can't go in fear ever about it. So I was like, I'm not going to be afraid. Like we're going to find a house. And we were walking by this house and Chris came home one day. He had gone and had like a, a juice with somebody by our house. And he came home and he said, you're never going to believe this. And I was like, what? He said, I ran into our landlord and he walked me over to the house that he's building. And he said, I'm building this for you. And he goes, no, you're not because I'm not going to have the money to put down on this house. And he was like, no, no, we're going to work out a deal and this is going to be your house. And you can't make this up. Like they literally worked out a deal that we were able to do. That was, that the, was house the house she's-
1: did you start your podcast in that house? I don't, I can't remember. I remember I podcasted with you in that house. It was a special house for you guys. I can't remember, but it was a very special house. And there was other things that showed up in that house. So the address was
0: 714. And now we still have a 714 backward in our address. It's like, it's, I'm not going to give you my address, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but with that said, we had bought these photos for this house at two separate occasions and they were all 714 out of a thousand prints. That's what it says on both these.
1: Yeah. I think there's something there. So yeah. it's like, Okay what did I do to get this house?
0: And why am I not doing it with this business? Do you know what I, I mean? I call
1: this glitches in the matrix. It, it really was. was, And that yeah. lets you know that if we are in the matrix, we can create anything. Yeah. Anything. And it's not, and it, the truth is, I want to just end it this way. And then we got to run. To dinner. This is. <laughs> to dinner. <laughs> the rosé. And- yeah, exactly. <laughs> we run into our rosé. So. First off, let us know if you like this podcast. If you want us to do more of them, because then maybe you justify me flying here and see Lori more. <laughs> yes, please do. Just tag it out and share, and then everybody will be like, "You guys have to get together more." I go, crap. yeah. <laughs> but I want to just say because I am talking a lot about manifesting, and I feel like it's a huge buzzword right now. So I want to like make up a new word, but because I just don't want to be like everyone else, I. But I want to say we get to manifest mm. and we can manifest, but none of it actually really matters. Mm. We're already divine. We're already perfect. Doesn't matter where we live. How, like, doesn't matter as long as you're in joy. As long as you're in presence, none of it matters. You already matter. Doesn't mm. nothing matters because you already matter. Mm. So. It's so good to hear and remember. Like, you know,
0: you can we can go visit all these places, and it's so fun in our mind. And honestly, sometimes it's more fun in your mind than yeah. it actually is when you get it because totally. you just want something else. Yeah, which is an intro That's a whole other podcast, but. Yeah, I think that's a beautiful, just remembrance of none of it matters. And you're enough without yeah, any and of You're it. already, you're, you're just doing it because you can. Yeah, and you can and it's fun. And, and it's that's fun. That's a really good remembrance for me of, hey, this was once fun. It could be fun again. It can stay fun.
1: It can just be whatever you want it to be. And actually so, the more, and that's what, the more you stay in this fun, for mm-hmm. this next venture for you and for me. The more yeah. we both stay in fun, I have a theory, which I think is 100% going to come true, is it's going to be quicker mm. and bigger and more wild and more uh, like grander than we could even fathom. Well, I'm riding that train. Let's so yeah, I got a ticket. Um, <laughs> Love you guys. Love you guys. <laughs> so grateful for you. Jeanette, tell us what your podcast is again. You go to Manifestable for my podcast and yeah. Lori, say yours. Earn your happy. All right. Love you, Love you Thanks guys. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Make sure
0: we get together. So let us know if you liked it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Till next time.
1: People are constantly asking me how I continue to look younger as I get older. <laughs> there are many tools that have kept me youthful, like superfoods, moving my body, hydration, belief, doing meditation, but a big one that I don't really talk about a lot is using non-toxic beauty products. I can't stress this enough. Imagine if you put toxicity on your skin, you are going to age quicker. And so many people are doing that in their face wash, in their skincare routine, which is just crazy to me. But this is why I love Anne Marie skincare because their products are made safe certified, which means they are free of toxins, heavy metals, carcinogens. Pesticides and other harmful chemicals. They are also completely cruelty free and are constantly improving their products and methods to become more sustainable. So one of the things that I really like is their body oils, <laughs> their lotions, and their face serums. It's so luxurious and it feels so good on my skin, and it smells amazing. And right now, Amaris Skincare is gifting the Manifestable podcast listeners. 15% off your order site wide when you use the code manifestable at checkout. Go to Anne Skincare.com. So I'm going to spell Anne Marie for you. A N N Marie, M A R I E, skincare.com and use the code manifestable at checkout to receive 15% off your order. That's amazing. And I have to tell you, they have all sorts of yummy products. So go shop and see what you can find because I have a feeling you're going to love it. Now, let's get back to the show.